0: So I'm Pat Catrell, one of the pastors here at Calvary, and just a joy to be a part of what God is doing. And boy, it's been a good weekend in Southern California here, hasn't it? Especially Huntington Beach, amazing air show, pilots doing crazy things and machines that uh, it's hard to imagine anybody could make. And maybe we'll get buzzed even as we get to enjoy a hamburger out on the patio here in a few minutes. And the Dodgers came through. But most importantly, it's good to hear what God is doing in people's lives, because all of that cannot be done in any other way apart from an infinite God-loving people who desperately need Him. And thank you for those of you that just shared for your sharing. What we've been hearing is uh, how someone becomes a follower of Jesus and what that looks like. And I want us to look for a few minutes at a passage in a book in the Bible called Mark that tells us about the beginning of Jesus' ministry. And uh, let's just read this together. How about that? Let's, let's read it together. Now, after John was arrested, Jesus came into Galilee, proclaiming the gospel of God and saying, "'The time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel.'" Passing alongside the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and Andrew, the brother of Simon, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And Jesus said to them, follow me, and I will make you become fishers of men. Jesus, as he began his ministry after John the baptizer had been thrown in jail, Uh, because he was critical of the ruler and his immoral life, Uh, Jesus begins his ministry, and it tells us that he was proclaiming the gospel of God, saying the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Gospel was a word that was used during the days when Jesus came on the scene to announce a new ruler. And so when there was a new Caesar... The gospel would go out. Uh, It's what the news media would proclaim. We have a new ruler. And when there was a new ruler in any particular reason, it was called the gospel. Now, it wasn't always good news, but in view of the person who came into power from their self centered perspective, they always thought it was good news. And so, when this word was used, and when Jesus used this word, he was very clearly declaring that there was a new ruler that was present on earth. And there was going to be a new way of ruling, and that was going to be the rule of God himself, the gospel of God. And then he says, The time is fulfilled, the time is ripe, for the kingdom of God is at hand. And there's another statement. The kingdom. Now we don't think in terms of kingdoms very much, except the kingdom of Saudi Arabia has been in the news quite a bit the last few days, hasn't it? And we have the United Kingdom. But it is something that is ruled by an authority, and the kingdom experiences whatever the character and nature of that ruler is. And what Jesus does as he comes on the scene is he announces the good news of the rule of God concerning the kingdom of God. And basically, the kingdom of God is a place, a realm, a kingdom, a government, where everything is in exact order, exactly the way God designed it to be. And what that means is, is that everything is living under the full love of God, And every single being is loving God with all of their heart, with all of their mind, with all of their strength. And every single person is loving their neighbor in perfect love, even as they are loved by God themselves. Now, that's a very foreign thing in our world today. It was there in Genesis 1 and 2. Before sin came in, but Jesus comes along and he says, The kingdom of God. There is a kingdom available to you that you don't know anything about and you have never experienced. But he says, The next thing there is, it's at hand. You can reach out and receive and become a part of the kingdom of God. And he says, How do you do that? You repent and you believe this good news. Repent means you recognize the error of believing in yourself, believing in any other belief system, believing in any other person, and you believe in Jesus as God who has come in the flesh, who has come to bring in the kingdom of God. Now, three and a half years later, he would make it clear that because people are sinful that their sin has to be dealt with, and that he would be crucified on the cross as he who was the perfect one would hang suspended between sinful people and a holy God, and he would become a substitute for sinners, and God would pour out his holy wrath on his only begotten son as he who had never known sin became sin on the behalf of we who are sinners. And then he would be raised from the dead on the third day so that our sin is dealt with. Our sin was paid for by Christ, and he can then say to all who will believe, your sins are forgiven. You can enter into the kingdom of God. And that is truly the gospel. That's truly the good news. Repent and believe in the gospel. And then, because that is so complex in some ways, and there's so many aspects to that, that in fact all of the scriptures reveal, he makes it real simple. As he's walking along, he sees two men fishing, and he says, okay, let me just sum all this up for you. Come. Follow me, and I will help you help other people become followers of me as well. And that's the simplicity of the gospel. Turn from whoever you're following. Turn from following yourself. Turn and begin to follow Jesus and follow him all the rest of the days of your life. That's the way we experience a growing experience in the kingdom of God for as many days as he gives us here. That's how when we take our final breath, we enter into heaven for all of eternity. What you heard was testimonies from five folks about how they began to follow Jesus and what their following of Jesus looks like today. They are experiencing as much of the kingdom of God as they want to while they live in this world, as they believe And follow Jesus and when they take their final breath they will experience the fullness of the perfection of the kingdom of God where they will only ever know the love of God they will only ever love God with all their heart and they will only ever love other people in absolute perfection can you imagine a kingdom where there is no hate where there is no wrong motives where there are no harsh words where there is nothing manipulative that ever happens. It's only the love of God, the righteousness of God, the holiness of God. That's the kingdom of God. When a person begins to follow the Lord Jesus Christ, they begin going down a path where they learn how to obey everything that Jesus has commanded One of the first things that happens once a person begins to become a follower of Jesus is they obviously want to tell everybody about their new relationship with God, that they have a new father. Their father is God. They have a new Savior and Lord. He's the Son of God, Jesus Christ. And they have a new person of God who is working upon them and in their life, and he's called the Holy Spirit of God. And so Jesus, as he was doing during his ministry, then commanded that when people become followers, that they are to be baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And that's a declaration uh, that they are now followers of God. It doesn't get them to heaven. It doesn't wash away any sins. That's all done by the work of Christ. It's simply declaring what God has done in their lives and how they're now followers. We've got two young men who want to declare to us this morning that they're followers of Jesus. Dennis, you want to come on?
1: very excited to be here and uh, celebrate this time to be baptized, and I have here Mohammed, and I'm not going to try and say your last name again. Try it. Go for it.
2: Uh, my last name is
1: Nabi Khodjayev. Nabi Okay, got it. Nabi yeah. I was back there reciting that, and I still chickened out. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Mohammed uh, and I first met uh, when he came to a, an Amplify event, and uh, we were talking about doing a Bible study, and he just spoke up and said, I want to to come. I want to hear more. And so maybe you can share with everyone a little bit about your uh, life and how you came to know Jesus Christ as your Savior.
2: So my background, I'm from Uzbekistan, and uh, my family is mostly Islamic family. I came from Islam religion, and and, then when I first met Dennis, uh, he was sharing a lot of beautiful uh, stories and uh, teach what the Bible takes you to the right path. So I was very glad to come by and and, uh, learn the Bible by heart. So right now, I never regret my decision. I'm making the right decision right now because it changed my life totally. And before, I was not used to be kind, not respectful. I was the kind of person very angry. But right now, I don't have this stuff. I respect more. I'm very kind and very honest with everything. I never like to lie. And thanks for Dennis for hosting me every Friday, every day, no matter what time we come, he's awake, he waits for us all the time. And he's ready to teach us. So thank you very much, and
1: bless God, bless your family
2: and you as well. Gladly, gladly.
1: So, uh, um, so you know that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. Yes. And that because of His death on the cross and no other way, your sins are forgiven.
2: Yes. And um, I want to pray uh, right now with all of you, and uh, I would like to pray, uh, Lord Jesus, I need you, mm-hmm. and uh, thanks for dying on the cross. For my sins, mm. and I open the door of my life uh, and receive you as a savior and my Lord, mm. and uh, take control of my life and make me the kind of person you want me to be.
1: In Jesus' name, Amen. 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 Well, Muhammad, because of your uh, testimony and because of here, right there, and when you, it's like a dance, yeah, right, <laughs> yeah. Just let me lead. Okay. <laughs> Because of your testimony of your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, I baptize you, my brother, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Thank you. This is Bek, Bekruz. Hi, Hello.
3: everyone. <laughs> I am Bekruz. My name, it's hard for him to spell. Well, For most of you, I think. Yeah, I have the same last name as Muhammad Reza. He's my cousin. So, uh, I am Bekruz Ruz.
1: Good, good. And uh, why don't you share a little bit of your story and how you came to know Christ as your Lord and Savior.
3: So... I want to start with uh, that we, as he told, that we are from a Muslim family. Our background is Muslim. And uh, our country uh, is uh, strict about uh, religions. So they don't want like, very, a lot to study about the religions because they are like, very secure and try to keep the peace. You know, so we've never been studying uh, the religion very well. And after we came here, uh, after we moved here, so that's when we basically started uh, studying and learning the our religion, the previous one that we believed to. And uh, then we realized and we started, like, uh, facing some misunderstandings that uh, seemed to us that it's not the true things that... Uh, we following. I don't think that uh, God made the life like that. I don't think that uh, the God made us to fight against people, to kill people, or to make them believe uh, in Him, like to force them. Mm-hmm. So that's what, like, mainly what we've seen, what people was doing. So that's when we basically, uh, like, our life was going like down. So we didn't like. Uh, We really had a bad time, so that's uh, when we realized that that's not the way we should go. That's the way we should find, uh, we should search for the true God. And then we had a friend, he's uh, he's the same with a Muslim background, but uh, he's a Christian. So he took us to the church first time. And uh, it was about a year and a half ago when... It was all amazing that the people there, they're so happy, helpful, careful, kind. Like, I care about every single one. And then they're all different. Like, they're not even relatives, but everybody there was like one big uh, family. Yeah, brothers and sisters. So it all, like, had some kind of light in my heart. You know, that's the... That's most likely it's the true thing uh, to go with, and uh, you don't see that in Muslim religion you you go to mosque and uh, nobody cares about anybody they go they can't pray and go live and like even faces are mad mm. you know so that's basically when I started uh, being involved studying and understanding and reading the word and uh, he, um, Day by day, I'm becoming more scholar. So, moving from infant to adult.
1: Very good. Yeah, Very so good.
3: That, yeah that's basically how we started getting to know the Lord and uh, mm. our Savior. Amen.
1: And so, you would say that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior?
3: I say, yeah, uh, I say that the Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior, and He died at the cross uh, to save us from our sins. Mm. Yeah, he's our advocate before the
1: Father. Advocate, a good word. Amen. Mm -hmm. And he has made a place for us in heaven. So because of your uh, testimony of your faith in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I baptize you, my brother, in the name of the Father and the Mm -hmm. Son and the Holy Spirit.
0: Amen. Let's pray for Mohammed and Beck. Father, we thank you so much for these young men. We thank you for the way that you have drawn them to yourself. We thank you for giving them a desire to know you and a hunger for your word. We thank you for the way that as they studied so much of your word... You just began to reveal yourself in so many different ways to the point where they understood that they were sinners, they needed you as a Savior, and they put their faith and trust in you. Thank you that they're under your fathering, God. Thank you that they are safe in your saving, Lord Jesus, and under your Lordship. Thank you, Spirit of God, that the holy work that you have begun, you will continue. So, Lord, thank you for their aliveness in Christ today. May it grow more and more until the day they see you face to face. And it's in the name of Christ we pray. Amen.